Hi, I'm Larry, and this is Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. Most of what you'll hear or read about actually happened sometime or somewhere in my life. You'll hear about my experiences over these many years, and I'll share some of the strengths and some of the lessons learned. You'll discover that I've made some mistakes along the way, but I'm trying one day at a time to live a better life. My hope is through sharing these stories, you'll feel included in this journey. And maybe you'll hear something that will help you too. So don't forget to check out my blog, Larry's Sorta Fun Stories. And don't forget to check out Z Michelson at zmichelsontravel.com. Z likes to make your travel dreams come true. Today's story is called Transformation. I wasn't drunk. I was staring at the bottles so neatly stacked on the shelves in front of me on the other side of the bar. As I was staring at the bottles, my right hand was draped around a glass of Budweiser. Ken was by my side. It was a quiet place where you could be alone. The Trust Me Tavern in Mossville, Illinois, was located between my hometown of Chillicothe and Peoria on Route 29, but it was just far enough away from someone noticing us. Jill was the bartender and didn't cart us. We looked older than we were. Ken and I had graduated from high school a couple of years earlier. When you opened the door to walk in, you felt the smoke in the air lingering on the walls and the ceilings. The floor felt sticky and tacky, as with each step you got closer to your favorite bar stool, and there you could feel comfortable. I really thought I was feeling my oats at that time. Drinking hadn't been something that occurred in my home. Neither of my parents even thought about drinking. My grandfather on my mother's side was always kidding about drinking, but he never did. I never saw him drink. Ken was smoking a cigarette. It made you look older. While writing this story, I emailed Ken to see if he remembered any of this. And all he remembered was he had a 1963 split-window Corvette. The Corvette is what got us to the Trust Me Tavern. I was not impressed with the ride, and I thought it was like riding on the ground. My 1959 VW rode a lot better. I haven't been in a Corvette since that time. Since we were underage at the time, we had been meeting on these bar stools for the last several weeks. I was working, but I'm having a hard time remembering where I was employed. But sitting on that bar stool, I know I was pondering my life. I was coming to realize that my life had no purpose just sitting on that bar stool. So life gets a little fuzzy here. One person that was influential in my life was Earl Nightingale. I was 19 years old, driving home from working the overnight shift at Caterpillar Tractor Company in East Peoria, Illinois, and the radio in my VW was turned to WMBD AM, and there was a daily motivational feature from Earl Nightingale that I listened to. Life should be an exciting adventure. It should never be a bore. A man should live fully, be alive. He should be glad to get out of bed in the morning. He should be doing a job he likes to do because he does it well. 
One time I heard Grove Patterson make a speech, the editor-in-chief of the Toledo Daily Blade. And as he concluded his speech, he said something that I've never forgotten. He said something like this. My years in the newspaper business have convinced me of several things, among them that people are basically good, and that we came from someplace, and we're going someplace. So we should make our time here an exciting adventure. The architect of the universe didn't build a stairway leading nowhere. And the greatest teacher of all, the carpenter from the plains of Galilee, gave us the secret time and time again. As ye believe, so shall it be done unto you. That got me thinking about what I wanted to be, what I wanted to become. As I think back on my life and times of people who have influenced and inspired me, the first name comes to me is Reverend Ken Yoakum. He was the pastor at a small Methodist church in Sparland, Illinois. I got to know him at my father's dry cleaning business. He was a customer. I pressed his pants and waited on him as I was working for my father through high school. Now, a couple of years later, I was working as a production assistant at Bradley University in the ETV department that was in four converted classrooms in the EE building. It's amazing. The year before, I was a freshman at Bradley University skipping classes so I could learn more about television production. Now the next year, I'm employed by Bradley University getting first-hand experience with television equipment. My job classification was listed as a faculty member. Dropout student to faculty in less than one year. Not bad. Oh, I also got to chaperone the homecoming dance and the prom. The bands were Ray Charles for homecoming and James Brown for the prom. One day, Professor Phil Weinberg was showing Reverend Ken Yoakum the facility. Reverend Yoakum had been moved to a bigger church in Peoria. And since I knew the Reverend, I suggested that I could help him create a television program right there in the ETV studio, and he could get it aired on a local TV station. As I said, at that time, I was also working part-time at WMBD-TV in the evening in Peoria. I knew the union guys that could work freelance and make it a union production so it could be broadcast on the local TV station. Ken liked the idea. So we started production in the little classroom that was converted into a TV studio. <laughs> also, I forgot to mention that we needed a piano in the studio, and another guy and I actually carried a piano up the stairs to the second floor. Thus, I gained a hernia from lifting that piano. That hernia caused me to be rejected from serving in the Army at the induction center in Chicago. The name of the program was In His Steps, roughly based on a book written by Charles H. Sheldon. The program's message was to show how God was working in people's lives, people that were discouraged and not having a purpose in their life. A program directed at walking in his steps. The second taping session occurred just after Christmas of 1966. 
The recording session was done on a Saturday. The next day, Sunday, I could not get the message of the taping out of my head. Bill, from Reverend Yoakum's church in Sparland, had sung his heart out, singing the song, His Eye is on the Sparrow. The words of the song say, Why should I be discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven, heaven and home? When, when Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. Oh, 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 his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches over me. The song kept haunting me. It was about 6.45 on that Sunday evening, and I'd gone to the studio, and I was replaying the videotape of Bill singing that song. I kept pacing the floor of the office, and the song kept resonating in my soul. It was a very dry and cold night in December in Peoria. My heart was asking why, why, what to do? It was cold in the office, so I decided to call Ken and see if he had any words of encouragement. He lived about 10 minutes from the studio, and he came right away. Ken could see that I was distressed and concerned about my life. As we talked, I acknowledged that I was heading in the wrong direction. No purpose. That was the turning point. I turned my life over to Jesus right there in the business office of Bradley University ETV Department. Reverend Ken Yoakum led me to the Lord. Now the torch is passed, my friend. It is passed to you. If you accept it, you will walk amidst the crackling flames of God's love. You will walk in the darkness without fear or danger. You will tread upon the mountains and through the valleys. But when men see you, they will see also the light of the world in you and through you. Now the torch is passed, my friend. It is passed to you. My life turned around. I've had direction and purpose ever since. So now if I sit on a bar stool and look at those bottles, I can reflect on a transformation that took place in my life. A life-changing experience occurred on that very cold night in Peoria. That experience has helped me to direct my life and give me purpose. There have been ups and downs, but because of God's grace, He helps me to write my story. Well, that wraps this week's story. You can see it's all a part of my life. And maybe you've had some circumstances similar to mine. Maybe not. I hope you've been encouraged and maybe even become a little curious. So I'd love to hear from you. The best way to do that is on my website at LarrySortOfFunStories.com. Drop me a line or share a story. And maybe you'll end up on Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. A couple of reminders. Z. Michelson Traveled. At ZMichelsonTravel.com. She also has a podcast. Check it out. And also listen to Collage Travel Radio 24-7, a live stream here on the internet. CollageTravelRadio.com. I hope you'll join me again next time and find out what's happened in my life. 
And again, thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Larry, always looking for a sort of fun story to share with you.